In this episode of the Business of E-Commerce, I talk about how to build a content generation engine. This is the Business of E-Commerce, episode 44. Welcome to the Business of E-Commerce, the show that helps e-commerce retailers start, launch, and grow the e-commerce business. I'm your host, Charles Pulesky. I'm here today to talk a bit about building a content generation engine. To get started, I wanna first talk about what is a content generation engine, three sources to actually generate your content, and also three tips at the end to help keep the engine sustainable in the long run. So first up, what is a content generation engine? So you hear all the time, you need to blog, you need to create uh, content for users, videos, knowledge-based articles, you need to create information for users. You told us all the time, and it's something you know you need to do um, as a founder, as an entrepreneur, as a site owner, but sometimes it's tough actually knowing what content to create. It's tough getting ideas. It's tough knowing if what you're doing is of value to others, right? Because you see all these articles on the top 10 ways to do X and kind of these clickbaity type things. And you're not really sure if that's what you should be doing. And that's always what I thought when I was doing this on Everyone's creating clickbait, is that the right thing? What is the content you should be creating? What's the high quality content? Everyone talks about SEO, and there's some confusion around that on best practices. What should you be doing? What's what's right? The whole concept of a content generation engine is something that is going all the time that you don't need to sit down and say, I wanna write a blog post. What do I need to write about? I wanna write some articles. I wanna write landing pages. You don't need to think of it. There's just content flowing in. It's generating based on your business. It's generating itself for you. And also the goal here is to create high quality content. So not just kind of the clickbaity, um, you know, writing the article just to write it sort of thing. More you want to provide value to your users. You want something that users can actually look up and say, wow, this is something I was looking for. Maybe they're Googling, maybe they're on social but something that someone who would be buying from you would actually find valuable. And that's kind of the goal here, not just creating more fluff out on the internet, more you know, more content isn't the goal, it's creating more value, right? And when you've created value, users will find you based on that, they'll find you on so social, they'll find you on search, and then that's what generates more eyeballs, that's what brings people to the site, and in the long run, the goodwill is what helps. First three tips on or three methods to start actually looking for content or ideas and what to do and then what to do with that and how to actually um, store those ideas and what to do from there. So tip one is any sort of inbound sales is the the best possible um, content for you for a few different reasons. First, when I say sales, any sort of calls coming in any sort of um, emails coming in, support, any, anything like that where users are asking you questions about your product. So they're saying, hey, you know, what's the difference between X and Y? That's something that most likely if you have multiple people asking you that again and again, people are searching for that as well. People on social wanna know that question. So easy answer, back in the day, sold a popcorn site and a question was, what was the difference between four ounce and six ounce um, popcorn kettles. What's the difference between six and eight ounce? People want to know yield, time, um, 
heat, different things like that. People always want to kind of compare four, six, and eight ounce kettles. So that's something you would never know though, unless you listened in the sales process. So you really want to listen and understand what are people asking here? And what are some questions that I keep getting? Those are the type of articles that you want to say, this would be valuable content, not just for clickbaity, you know, top 10 X, but more, this is what people want to know about our product. And like I said, our product was selling popcorn machines and those sort of things. And people always asked about kettle size and that just important thing in that industry. And the nice part about this is it's not something someone else can easily replicate about your business. You're listening to what are the questions we're getting? What are, when people call for sales, when people email for sales, when people IM, what are their questions? And you're using that, that unique thing that you have in your business to generate content. And that's not something everyone has and everyone has a knowledge of. So that's unique to you. It's fantastic. So that's number one, get information from sales, get your idea from sales and use that for any sort of blog or public facing landing page type articles. Number two, support. When users are writing in, actual people who have already bought, maybe they're trying to use a product, they're asking you after the sale though. So any sort of, hey, I plug this in, it's not, how long should this, again, example I had, how long should this popcorn machine take to get warm? So plugged it in, we've waited 10 minutes, should I, how long should I wait? Right there, it's not, that's a question. Before people come directly to your site, they might just be Googling for that. Very easy question to answer. You can actually go totally into depth. But these are a lot of type of things where maybe they bought from your competitor. But instead of going to the competitor, they first say, let's go do a quick Google search if anyone else has answered this. You're answering those questions. They first find your site. So maybe this is a form of another blog post, maybe a knowledge base article. You kind of make that determination. And a lot of um, help desk uh, pieces of software like Zendesk or Help Scout, they have built a knowledge base. It's essentially not a blog post, but it's this content that will live there more for support purposes, but it does the same job. They're all kind of the same thing. You're generating helpful concepts that users or maybe uh, people who didn't buy from you and bought from your competitor actually will find helpful. So questions about using products is something all the time. Like I said, they might be searching Google for this. They might've bought from your competitor, but now they're going to find you. And you know, if they're searching this sort of long tail keyword on how long does it take to do X? How do I do Y with the product I just bought? So I just bought it, brought it home, plugged it in. I'm confused. If they're searching for that, they're in your market. So you know right there you're generating content that's extremely targeted to your particular type of buyer. So that's idea number two, great place to content, any sort of support, any sort of post-purchase type of questions are excellent as well. So number three, and this is more around people who are just starting off, you maybe, not, maybe don't have sales. Maybe you just launched a site, you don't have that many customers, you really don't have this, um, fountain to tap into of getting all these content ideas. So what do you do then? What I always recommend people just starting off, go into the forums, go into Reddit, go into things like that in your industry. So if you sell, you know, a particular, if you sell jet skis, 
go to the Jetski form in Reddit and just look at the questions. Look what people are asking in there. And you can scroll down and there's the nice pot forums, Reddit, all these different things. There's, there is a category for essentially everything. So if you sell some X product, you can find a group of people that use that product. So go in there and just look at the questions. And those questions, you get to, the best part about that is you might have these same questions. You might have an idea where to go, where you're going with this, but those questions you're reading from those forums are in the user's own voice, in their own words. So it might not be the way you describe it. You wanna hear the way they describe the question. And that's one of the big powerful things here on, you're not just generating ideas based on how you talk and how internally as an insider, as someone who actually sells these products talk, speaks, you're hearing how a consumer speaks. You're hearing their voice. So you read through Reddit, you read through a forum, you see what not just what problems are, but how they ask about those problems, how they describe those problems, which words they use, which language they use. And you're able to then use that as your content in their own words. And that's most powerful because if they're searching in Reddit for how do I do X with Y, that's how they describe those two things. That's what they're thinking. And that's exactly what they're going to put into Google. That's exactly what they're going to look for. So if you build your content strategy around those sort of keywords, it's not just coming up with in a bubble in a vacuum. It's actually using real, real words from the real world. So that's idea number three, usually mo most helpful if you don't have any content already, right? Because the only issue with number three is everyone can do it. Obviously it's not private to you, these questions, your competitors can look in there. They can use the same tactic. They can see the same questions. They can use the same keywords. So not as powerful, but if you don't have anything else to go on, start there. It's honestly not a bad place to start. And most industries, not a lot of people are doing this. So they're usually sitting in a room in isolation or just coming up with some spammy, you know, keyword type thing. They're not really thinking through it in this way and using their language. So most likely you'd be okay. But I would say if you already have sales, if you have support, last option is public forums. So then just three tips to kind of help with this process. So first I've always recommended number one is create a swipe file. Um, and this is basically something maybe you have Evernote on your phone, maybe notepad on the desktop, just something where once you get these ideas, maybe you're on the phone with a customer, maybe you're answering a support ticket. You can just quickly say, Hey, let's log this in real quick. Let me go on my phone. How do, how do I do X or what's the difference between A and B? You easily just throw that in your phone. It doesn't have to be perfect, but capture that and maybe say where you got it from. So I always throw in a ticket ID um, if it's you know a support ticket, just so I know here's the idea. I can go back to this ticket and really do a deep dive and hear those words again and read those words again. And the best of it's captured somewhere like that, like a support form where I can easily say, hey, it's ticket ID 123, go back to that. Now I know when I'm sitting down to say, let's write some, you know, let's actually generate five blog posts today. And I'm just, and I'm cranking through them and that sort of thing. I don't need to sit down and say, what should I write about? I start by saying, what are the top five things in this swipe file? Let's get the, let's pull out the ideas real quick. Okay, I have the ideas, let's sit down and let's just write. So then we're able to just crank away and actually generate content and not sit down and think, what should we be generating? And, you know, spend half the day thinking about 
what are the topics. You already have them right there in the swap file ready to go. So idea number two, um, I want to get to the last one also because that's one of the um, things that's changed my perspective personally the most, but not to skip ahead. Idea number two, produce evergreen content. So what this is, is content that will, you know, evergreen, always be useful. It's not something about, hey, you know, this thing just happened in the industry. You can talk about that, but just understand, you know, this competitor just bought this or, you know, this vendor just bought that vendor. Anything like that, you can get a pop today, but most likely in two years, not so, not so significant. And that's going to trail off real quick. But talking about how long does it take for this to happen or how do I get this working, that sort of thing, always people are searching for. They'll always have that question. It's not just a, a one-time little hit that's going to pop up in Google News and then disappear. This is something that in one, two, three, five years in the future, this is still green, good content people are going to be interested in. So I always urge people, don't don't uh, rule out news articles, current events, that sort of thing, but just understand it's a pop. You're not going to get a lot of traffic in the long run. You're going to get a little today and then it's going to end. So if, and if you don't have a popular blog, social media presence, that sort of thing, you might not get any pop. So I would say always first start building up that important evergreen pillar type content that will always be good. That leads me into the last and one of the most important points. And this sounds obvious, but it's quality over quantity, right? So what I thought personally going into this is you need to go out there and you need to have a very serious like posting schedule of three pieces of content a week. And for some reason, everyone has this, these numbers like X amount per week, an article a day, you know, even one a week or wh whatever they have. Everyone gives you a schedule and they say, you must post at this frequency. And it turns out it, if you can, great, but your business is most likely e-commerce. And if you're in e-commerce, you're not in the content generation business coming out and trying to compete with, you know, Huffington post to generate, you know, 10 articles a day, just not realistic, even one a day, maybe even one a week might not be realistic. And the goal here isn't to create just articles for the sake of creating articles. It's not just spinning as fast as you can go and being the next, you know, content machine out there. This is creating high quality content that will be the foundation and go on for years and years. So you don't need the same velocity as those others that are actually that the blogs you're reading, Huffington Post, news blogs, Buzzfeed, you don't need that same velocity. They're good at creating content. You're, you're in the e-commerce business, they're in the content business. So just understand it is different. That's not your business. You're trying to create quality content that's going to be evergreen and it's going to last years, not, not fast. This isn't a fast machine. This is quality, well thought out content. The biggest thing here is you want to provide value value to current buyers, value to future buyers, value to folks just looking at the industry, thinking about getting into it, creating goodwill. But the biggest thing is create real value, real content that's actually gonna help folks. 
in their own words. So don't kind of get don't kind of get in this pattern where you think I have to do this. I have to create three posts a week and then come out of the gate, you know, <laughs> swing swinging for the fences. And after two weeks, completely burn out. You run out of posts. You you know you do your six. You run out. Everything's dry. Start slow. Maybe you're generating one article a month. Maybe it takes you two days to build this. Maybe even longer. That's okay though. You know, you're not in the business of creating an article a day. You're creating long-term value for folks in your industry, and that's the goal. So just go for quality and quantity over time. This is definitely something that's a long game. So don't expect you're going to create an article or you're going to create six articles in a couple weeks, and then you're going to see traffic spike up into the right. This is a long game. You're going to create an article today. And it might take one, two, three, or more months to really start to get some traction, to start to get some inbound links in that article. You might need to go out there and, you know, if you have some contacts in the industry, hey, I wrote this article, check it out. Some people throw it in their email footer, even to say, hey, here's our latest article. But this is stuff you're writing and it's, it's big. Each one is its own little chapter in a book, if you will. And you're really trying to make that something that is going to last. So just go for quality. So talked about a few things here, just to sum up real quick, building a content generation engine, it's just content that you'll always have and you can always dip back in this engine. And when you go to write content, it'll be there. Three ways is anything before customers are buying anything from the sales side, very important. That's top tip right there. Anything after customers are buying also super critical because maybe they didn't buy from you, but they bought from a competitor and they're now in the industry, but you can now introduce them to your brand. So anything post-sale uses questions from support or from, you know, wherever folks are asking you on how to use your product. Three public forums, Reddit, anything like that, anything public where folks are asking questions, your industry, your type of products, use those create source of content. And the best part is you could be just starting off and it's there. So you don't need to do anything. It's already just sitting there waiting for you. Tip number one, create a swipe file. Just create a list on your phone, create something that's always there. When you have an idea, just jot it down, just record it. So you can just be on the go jogging, get it in there real quick. And then, you know, worry about it later when you actually sit down to build the content, but that's a different process. Tip number two, evergreen content. This stuff you want to last. You want to stand the test of time last years. So don't spend too much time writing quick little news articles. Spend more, spend the bulk of your time at the beginning writing content that's going to be good for years into the future and start thinking about the long game. And that leads me into the last, last tip, quality over quantity. Just make sure these articles are high quality. You're not creating them for Google. You're not creating them to rank number one. That's what comes out of this, but that's not what you're doing here. You're creating it for people in your industry, actual humans to get value out of. And that's the goal. It's quality. You create quality articles, you'll rank for them. People will share them. But the goal is to create quality information. Don't just go out there and create lots of information because people won't share it. People won't link to it. People are smart and you're trying to 
help smart people get what they need. You're not trying to rank in Google. You're not trying to do some SEO game. That's really not the goal here. The goal really is to provide value. So just realize you want quality. You want to build these, stand the test of time. That's what you're going for here. So I hope that helps. We'll do some more clips like this of just some, you know, one-on-one, some different ideas you can use, and hopefully that helps. Any feedback? Uh, I'm always on Twitter, at CharlesPL. I'll link to that, and I'd love to hear from you. So thanks very much. Until next time.